Ride through the city like Brennan Shop. I'm on a mission to get it all. Ride through the city like Brennan Shop. If you ain't thick, please don't get involved. And now, Brandon Thick Boy Shop. What's up, fam? Welcome. It's Monday morning, January 16th on this crisp. Chris, Los Angeles morning. How's everybody doing? You're on your way to work, dropping the kiddos off at school, dropping those gremlins off. Uh, well, you're not because it's a holiday. It's Martin Luther King Day, isn't it? So I think all schools have off. So parents, if you're listening to this here at home, the kids are kind of, uh, you know, being too loud. You can't probably hear me. So um, hopefully you can turn the volume up or whatever because when kids have the day off for parents it's a nightmare entertain those little bastards 24 7 they don't stop can't stop won't stop they're kids everyone's doing well huh that's cool man a lot of rain here in california huh we need it uh that's what old people say but we do need it the ficuses are popping the fish are good i'm glad you guys asked how's your fish everyone how's that new grouper he's doing well how's that uh oscar he's he's hanging in there good i was worried about him you had the white ick? Ooh, not good. Also known as the flu for fish. Don't worry, you won't die. Just get some chemicals in there. He'll be okay. Uh, I took the kiddos to a, uh, my favorite thing to do right now is go to new uh, fish stores because you never know what they're going to have, dude. They have all sorts of different fish. Um, so I decided to uh, take uh, the kiddos to this, uh, I forget the name of it, Mark's uh, Tropical Fish in North Hollywood. They had some different fish, different fish than my normal store. Aquarium City is my uh, off Sherman Way is my uh, local fish shop. They have some nice fish, but uh, this place had some pretty dope fish. I have the biggest parrot fish you've ever seen. He's a problem. He is not keto. He's too friendly. His mouth is all messed up. If you don't know about this, uh, parrot fish's mouths are different than other fish, and uh, they can't bite. They can't just push each other. So you don't have to worry about them killing fish, but uh, it's tough to feed them, and he. He's so fat. He's so fat, it's a problem. He, uh, he's not keto. He's just not keto. Um, so it's not good, man. It's not good. You don't know what to do with him. Um, it, I'm constantly changing water. I, <clears throat> I smell like fish all the time. I just smell like fish. What can you do? Do you got my coffee mug from Seachem? That's how you know That's how you know you got fish on fish on fish. Seachem sent me a bunch of stuff to keep my fish alive. We're hanging in there. Hang in there. A lot of water changes, Chin. A lot mm-hmm. of water changes. Um, but yeah, that's it, man. Spent uh, Sunday with the kiddos at Disney. Boston has never been Disney. Tiger grew up at Disney. Um, Bossy could give two flying um, fricks about Disneyland. All he wanted to do is play with uh, Bubbles and uh, hug all the characters. That's all he wanted to do. Did not care about rides or nothing, which I respect. Hell yeah, man. Rage Against the Machine, I feel like he's playing in his little head all the time. He's just, whatever everybody else likes, he does not like. He goes against the grain, which I appreciate. It'll pay off when he's older. It will pay off. But uh, this isn't about my fish or about Disneyland. This is about UFC news and what's going on, and there's a lot of news going on. Um, before we jump into the whole Francis Ngano drama with Dana White in the UFC, uh, we had John Anik in on Food Truck Diary. That drops on... Wednesday, says Casey. That drops on Wednesday. And uh, John Anik is one of my favorite people to ever do it. He's such a good dude. Um, he's such a damn good person. He's one of my favorite, favorite people involved in the sport. And he came with the fire kick, the Rodriguez's uh, dunks. He came with some fire kicks. And uh, he's, he's one of the guys where it doesn't, it, I don't have to, it's not a heavy lift when John Anik comes in. You can just kind of, Wind him up and let him go. He's one of my favorite people in the sport. Known the dude for a hot freaking second. He is such a good person, man. And uh, we really get into it. This guy puts, I really hope no Dana talk. Well, that's his boss, my man. And Dana's kind of the news, so suck my big fishy dick. How about that? <laughs> that doesn't sound good at all. Fishy? Fishy dick. <laughs> hey, man. That's horrible. Hey, dude. My hands smell like fish. <laughs> Figure it out. All right. You know, figure it out. Yeah. I just feel like fish all the time now. It's all good, man. I'm married. I don't have to worry about these hoes out here. Worry about me smelling like <laughs> fish. I just smell like a, I smell like a sailor 24-7. Dude, I've done 50 water changes. You think you want fish? 
You think you want these big 80-gallon, 60-gallon tanks? You think you think you want puffer fish because they look cute, and then you put in an Oscar in their tank because you think he's strong enough to handle their ferocious tendencies? Nah, bro. It'll hurt your feelings, and your son will cry. It's a nightmare dealing with puffer fish. Every other fish I love. Puffer, they're the Jeffrey Dahmers of the sea. They are they're so aggressive. Anyways, this isn't about fish. This is... How much I love John Eck. Food Truck Drops Wednesday, one of my favorite guests. So enjoy that. And do we mention Dana? We do. And I bring up the Dana drama. And, uh, you know, I don't do the whole gotcha stuff. So uh, you'll see how it goes. But John Eck's one of my favorite fucking people on the awesome planet. Guy, I absolutely yeah. love that dude. I actually wanted his brother to come with him, his twin brother. Mm -hmm. He's close with his brother like I am, so I wanted his brother to come here. But his brother was uh, busy smoking weed, I think. <laughs> so that's cool. He lives in Florida. He's a Florida guy. Um, but yeah, we got some dope kicks. Shout out to Suplex, but that drops on Wednesday. I'm excited for this one. So let's get into it, man. Um, I allude to this on the food truck diet with John Anik. I said, I can't remember last time, you know, to start a new year, there's been so many black eyes, no pun intended to Dana's wife. Uh, there's been so many black eyes in mixed martial arts, especially when it comes to the UFC, than 2023. It's been a tough go, and we, we're not even in the end of January. It's been a tough go so i said what do you what i think is going to happen is the ufc is going to release a bunch of big name fights to get the pr back on their side you can see a bunch of fights rolling out from here till i bet the next two weeks you're just getting big news big news big news big news to make us forget about all the negativity and that's kind of what's going on right now but the ufc did get another black eye again no pun intended you do get black eyes from slapping. But um, <clears throat> they did get another black guy because the news was out. We've all been waiting for a Francis John Jones fight. And then some poor fella at T-Mobile was like, John Jones, Cyril gone? I'll get it up. They're like, no, we didn't say that. He's like, you said that? Cool, I'll do it now. And then he, he didn't have a job today because he leaked the news before the UFC. And if we learned anything from the Erohawani situation, when you leak news, when they don't want you to leak the news – there's nothing the UFC hates most. They want to control the narrative at all times. And this poor worker at T-Mobile Arena does, didn't get the memo, and he blasted all over, um, and you know, and he got out. And when he came out, my uh, my team was like, "Hey, look, Francis Cyril gone, but they say it's not real. This could be fake. You know, someone's just trolling the UFC." I went, "Hold on. If it's on the T-Mobile banner and it's out there." I will guarantee you this is the fight. Nobody makes that mistake. And there's no way they're signing Francis either. Fast forward about eight hours later, boom, it becomes official. And then the news Francis uh, decided not to sign with the UFC gets released. Here's what I know on Francis Ngannou. I'll be completely transparent. Um, as soon as I heard the news, it bummed me out. I want, I want Francis in the UFC for a variety of reasons. But B, I'm really close with Francis's uh, agent, Markel. Now, when I say close, you know, um, I've known for probably eight years. Eight years. We'll text during big fights. We'll text with Francis News. I was not aware that he doesn't work with Francis anymore and hasn't for a few months. So when I heard the Francis News, I just texted him, what happened? He goes, beats me. I don't work with him anymore. I'm like, excuse me? I said, well, who negotiated the deal? Who? How did this not get done? He goes, Francis represented himself. I sent the emoji of a hand girl like this. Ugh. I like that Francis wants to bet on himself and that Francis has the faith in himself to get a deal done. I would consider myself kind of a smart dude, not the smartest in the room ever, any room I walk into, but I know a few things about a few things, you know, when it comes to business in regards to UFC fighters, I've done a pretty good job outside the UFC as far as creating a business goes, multiple businesses. I've been in those negotiating rooms. I have two college degrees. Francis's first language isn't even English and he has no business degree. I'm telling you, they will eat you alive in there. I've been in that room. I thought I could handle it. Trust me. Of course it didn't go well. Of course it didn't do well. They have all the chips. They know every single angle you're going to come from, and they're ready for it, dude. I wish I would have gotten his ear, but like, whoa, whoa, 
even if you don't sign with a lawyer, hire the lawyer on an hourly basis, have them in there with you so you know the language of what they're telling you. It's not so much that, hey, we're going to pay more than we paid Brock Lesnar, yes or no. It doesn't work like that. It's very clouded. It's, it's, it's confusing. They're telling you all these angles. They're bringing up this stuff, this thing. You're dealing with a lot. A fighter at this point should not be representing themselves. Everyone goes, well, Sugar Sean does or this guy does. I get it. It's a little different here when you're talking about championship-level fighters, especially when you're talking about Francis Ngannou, who's currently the, the, was the heavyweight champion of the world. It's just not the smartest route to go. So I heard that. I thought, of course, a deal didn't get done. Let's take a little break from chatting your ear off about the fight game. Tampa, Florida, Tampa Bay, Florida, this Friday, Saturday, only Tampa, Europe. Get out your Tom Brady jerseys, dust off those Mike Allstott jerseys. Go ahead and get out that throwback Steve Young rookie year Tampa Bay Buccaneer jersey and get your tan, sweaty, thick asses to the Tampa Improv this Friday and Saturday, January 20th, 21st. Two shows Friday, two shows Saturday only. We're almost sold out, so Tampa, let's go, baby. Let's do it this show is brought to you by DraftKings. UFC 283 is taking the MMA action to the next level this freaking Saturday. There are two titles on the line, and one bout is historic UFC match with Figueredo facing Moreno for the fourth freaking time. Check out DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. You have Glover Texera, Jamal Hill, Figueredo. You also got Moreno fighting for the fourth time. Jamal Hill, Glover Texera, flip a coin. Can Jamal Hill deal with the five rounds in Brazil? The grappling expertise of Glover Texera, is it going to be too much if he gets him down? If Glover gets on top of you, it's a nightmare. Can Glover avoid the big atomic power punching Jamal Hill for 25 minutes? I don't know. Vegas and DraftKings has a slight edge towards Hill. It's not a bad bet, but also there's a lot of factors there. He's in Brazil. It's five rounds. Glover can grapple his tail off. Glover's going to learn from his last fight with Yuri and probably tighten up a little bit, not be so sloppy. It's a fun fight. Tough one to pick. Uh, Moreno is one of my favorite fighters, so I refuse to bet against him against Figueroa, but Figueroa in Brazil, nightmare. Download the app right now. Use code SHOP SHOW, S-C-H-A-U-B SHOW. New customers can bet $5 on UFC 283 and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code SHOP SHOW this Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC. Minimum age eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. This episode of the Shop Show is also brought to you by AuditAudit.com slash shop, and you get 10% off every single thing on the Audit website. But also, Audit doesn't stop there. They got the new deal going on for you. Audit's New Year All You deal. It's mid-January, so you better get on it. This deal's not going to last forever. Throughout January, get 20% off selected supplements and nutrition, 10% off select fitness, 50% off digital items, streaming fitness, all that stuff. You don't have to leave your home. You can get your thick ass in shape. That means also Alpha Brain. You get 10% off that. All right, we're talking about the best nootropic on the planet. I like the Alpha Brain Black Label because it's highly concentrated because I have issues. All right, for training you can do at home, join the new all-year, all-you on it six challenge, a six-week workout lifestyle program with over 36K in prize money up for grabs. The challenge helps you connect with others in the Onnit community so you can support each other, achieve your goals. It's a fun thing to do. Get in shape with your friends. You can compete against each other, and you can also make money. We're talking about 36 grand. So again, this January, only this January, 20% off select supplements, 10% off select fitness, 50% off digital items, and you can get 10% off Alpha Brain and so much more stuff when you go to onnit.com slash shop. All right, that's all you got to do. Go to onnit.com slash shop, and you save money off the best supplements on the planet. Now let's get back to the program. Now, I am excited for John Jones Gunn. Super excited. It, you know, the, the Francis Ngannou news doesn't overshadow that. I'm still excited for that fight. I'm excited for John to come back. How long have I been telling you guys, if you watch this show all the time, how many how many episodes have I told you guys? This isn't a John Jones problem. John Jones is, has been ready to go, wants to fight. They couldn't find him a fight. They were banking on Francis. 
That's how they thought the deal was going to get done. They were banking on Francis. <clears throat> it didn't get done. So you have Cyril gone there waiting in the shadows. Um, it's a great fight, and we'll get into that fight after this. What's hilarious to me is John's a plus 100. I would put my entire life savings on John Jones beating Cyril Gunn. That's how confident I am in that fight. A plus 100, I know Vegas wants the lines to move. My God, I need to bet on it as soon as I get out of here to make a ton of money on that fight. If Francis, on one leg, can outgrapple Cyril Gunn over five rounds, What do you think John's going to do? Easy money. We'll get to that fight. So it says John's money line is sitting around plus 110. Successful $100 wage on light heavyweight goat would bring in $110. As for Gone, he's a shock at minus 130 favorite. Oh, my God. Take my money, DraftKings. Right now. I'm going to throw down the bet. I'll post it. Your boy's betting big on that. Before this airs and switches the. The, the line, the money on John's going to come pouring in. That line's going to change. By the time John fights, and was it March 4th? By the time John fights, and we, I don't care if I have a date that weekend, we're canceling it. We're doing a fight campaign for that. I don't give do I? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> On March 4th? Yeah. On that Saturday? Yep. Mm -mm. Oh, we, we have to do it. I can't miss John's first fight. I can't. I can't. I can't. God damn it. It's going to be a nightmare for me. Anyways, I can't. Um, back to Francis. Um, here's how I break this down. I love somebody who bets on themselves like Francis. And that's what he's doing here. If I sit back and I take my uh, admiration for Francis Gano out of the equation and I sit in Dana White's seat or the UFC's brass seat and I think to myself, why wouldn't this deal get done? The UFC is banking on, they were banking on John Jones beating Francis Ngannou. So let's say in this crazy world we live in, John were to beat Francis. What do you do with Francis? Let's say John holds onto that belt for three to four fights. Francis loses to John, beats one guy, gets another shot, loses to him. You're not going to pay that. You're not going to give that guy the world. You're just not. You're not. So, the whole Dana thing and the UFC went, we're going to bet on John. John's a, a, a valued fighter on the roster, even though he's had his mistakes. Uh, he's the pound for pound greatest of all time under most people's um, perspective there. So we're going to bank on John to get it done. We think John beats Francis. We're not going to give, we're not going to get the deal done because Francis would fight John and lose, and then he's just not as big of a name. Then he comes back. John beats him again. Then he's really devalued. We're going to bank on John. They signed an eight-fight deal with John. John's going to ride his career out with the UFC, never leave. He will be that guy who does some of the legend fights after his heavyweight reign, and then he retires as a UFC fighter. He's never going to go anywhere else. Um, so the UFC is banking on John Jones. Francis is banking on himself. That's all this is. What worries me is, and what I think, why I, when I sit back and I think, and this is just speculation, but if I'm Francis and they go, we offered him Brock Lesnar money, which is a ton of money. Brock probably made between 15 and $20 million. So if that's true that they're offering Brock money, that's a ton of money. What, would, what incentive would you have to leave if you're Francis? If you're Francis, and again, he knows more than all of us, there has to be some sort of guarantee or verbal guarantee that he has that would make him more money than fighting John Jones and whoever else in the UFC. And that would be a boxing fight. So there has to be some guarantee from Wilder, Fury, um, you know, some of these other big names. Anthony, jo uh, um, what's his name? Joshua. Anthony Joshua. Uh, not so much there, but I think with Fury and Wilder, they could play ball there. Um, you know, Andy Ruiz might be able to play ball. Um, there's some other guys that he could fight. I'm assuming this is, for Francis, this is more about just accumulating the most money possible, and the way to do that is a boxing match, and he's not too focused on mixed martial arts, and that's why he left the UFC. Because if you sit back and you're Francis' manager, which he doesn't have right now, but if you are his manager, and you go through the other potential organizations and who he could fight and make that type of money i'll wait go ahead go ahead but give me a name ryan bader and beltor you think that's gonna be be a bigger payday a bigger draw than john jones no not a chance 
Um, as far as coverage, media stuff, that doesn't pay your bills, but it kind of does. It goes hand in hand. Um, name a heavyweight you'd fight in one championship. Name a guy in Ryzen, PFL. Name a heavyweight in PFL. Go ahead, fellas. I'll wait. So for Francis, he has to, to be able to bank on yourself and walk away from that type of money and that type of exposure in the UFC, there has to be some sort of negotiating going on in the boxing world that we don't know about. That's the only valid point I can think of why Francis would turn down this insane deal. To be the pay, highest paid uh, UFC heavyweight of all time, and you know, we're offering Brock Lesnar money. Well, that was 12 years ago at least, 10 years ago. So it's like, okay. You know? It's like, okay. Um, still, there has to be potential, you know, fuck you money involved. I assume that's boxing. So for Francis, this is more than just mixed martial arts and his legacy in the UFC. This There has to be some sort of guarantee in boxing. That's why he walked away. So it says Brock Lesnar made well over $5 million. Listen, I know how much Brock made when he fought Shane Carwin. I know how much Shane Carwin made. He made way more than that. So the bout earned him. So Lesnar's showdown against Mark Hunt at UFC 200 was the most lucrative payday of his UFC career. The bout earned him a whopping $2.5 million that they reported to the commission. He made way more than that. He got the highest percentage ever for a UFC fighter as far as pay-per-view shares goes. He made multi, multi, multi-million dollars every time he fought. That was his deal with the UFC. He made so much money. Even Shane got some payout from that. He made so much money. Um... So again, it's a lucrative contract. Is it a Deontay Wilder, you know, Tyson Fury, uh, Anthony Joshua payday? No, but as far as UFC goes, it's a big deal. Now, is he worth more than that? Yeah, he should be getting more. But still, for the current times that we're in, it was a good deal for him. I, the only thing that allowed me to sleep last night was assuming that he has some sort of boxing deal coming down the pipeline. Otherwise, he made a terrible mistake. Now, we're going to learn pretty soon here, I'm sure we can get some news, what exactly Francis's options are. Because if there's no boxing big payday in the horizons, he made a horrible mistake banking on himself here. Because you're right off in the sunset, you might get paid some a little more at first, but in the long, in the long run, you're not going to make as much as you would in the UFC. You're just not. You're just not, buddy. But there ha- the only thing I have to ride on is there's a big boxing payday in his future that's it it's the one thing we have to bank on and the ufc is banking on john jones beating Cyril gone they're banking on beating francis gano which i agree with them if i was gonna put you know money let's say they were stocks i would bet on john over francis what i don't like about this whole thing is dana devaluing francis why not just say we just can't come to terms he wants to box we want him mma but he really wants this box thing we're not gonna set that kind of standard for fighters to box and do this. So we decided to let him go. You don't have to say, France wanted to fight easier competition and we offer him the most money possible, but he wanted to fight easier competition outside the UFC. That doesn't work for me. You're talking about a guy in France and Ghana who fought Cyril Ghan, possibly the most talented heavyweight on the planet, not named John Jones, the most athletic guy, Savage. He fought him on one leg and beat him. And you look at France's resume, who's he ever been scared of? That doesn't work for me. There was no need to devalue your, the Francis Ngannou in this press conference. I hate that. I absolutely hate that. I, but I would say this is a black eye for the UFC again. You let the number one heavyweight on the planet walk away. But I think the number one heavyweight on the planet, we're not hearing from him right now. His whole thing is getting this big fuck you money from boxing. He's also, I think, 35, 36, coming off a leg injury. Now, I was talking with somebody who's balls deep in the UFC and he go, I go, man, how could they let this happen? He goes, we don't know how bad his injury was as far as post-surgery. We don't know uh, if it's still affecting him, if he's ever going to be the same. He's 36. So he's long in the tooth when it comes to fighting. Um, Now I did talk to people close with Francis. They go, no, no, he's been full sparring training. He's beating the shit out of guys. He looks fantastic. His leg isn't an issue at all. Who knows? It's all speculation. Who knows? But there's a few factors. Is he the same guy? Does he have that big boxing fight in the pipeline? You know, there's a lot of stuff to consider here. 
For the UFC, it's a black guy. But they're banking on John. I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. Were you bummed out, Chin? No. You weren't bummed out? I'm, I'm just bummed out. I want Francis to have this big boxing fight and get the fuck you money and get $40 million mm-hmm. right off of the sunset. That's the best case scenario. Worst case, that never happens. We haven't heard much about the Fury fight. Not much about the Wilder fight, right? So you haven't heard any of that talk lately. Outside those two gentlemen to get fuck you money, there's really nobody else. You look at the heavyweight division boxing, there's not a lot out there for him. Is he going to beat those other guys? Probably not. Is he going to beat Fury or Wilder? Probably not. So you have one shot at this. Then after that, you know, come back to MMA. I'm disappointed because I want to see Francis John, Francis Cyril gone again when he's healthy. Um, that's why I'm bummed out. Yeah. I mean, we wanted the Francis Jones fight, but for, as long as it lasted, I started just like giving up hope on it. So I'm like, yeah. It'd be cool to see him do stuff in like, you know, potentially boxing or BKFC or something. Just, it was just some crazy show. It'd be kind of cool to see that. Yeah, I just, you know, the UFC's always struggle to get deals done. When you think about Fedor, Randy Couture, you think about mm-hmm. this, you know, this is another hiccup there. I, I'm just, I think I love when guys bank on themselves, which Francis is doing, but I, I just have to assume that the b- big boxing payday is in the horizon for him. Yeah. That's the only reason you turn this down. And then uh, I think Tony Bellew, the boxer, he's like, he's, he shouldn't do boxing. He's not going to survive. I don't think he survives and makes a career at it. I think he gets that one big payday. Yeah. And after that, you know, then he comes back to MMA and does his thing there. I just wish him and the UFC could have agreed on he can do that boxing and come back to the UFC. Here's the other thing. Fran- this is what people are forgetting. France turned down this right now. Maybe he just, because the UFC is like, absolutely not. You can't box. You have to fight John first. Mm-hmm. Then then we'll see what happens. And France going, nope. They're telling me this deal's done. I'd make this much money. I'm doing this. The UFC goes, okay, dude, then we can't work with you. So Francis could go over, fight Fury, not sign with any MMA organization, and then come back to the UFC. There's that option too. Never say never. The UFC would take him right away. And if he gets beaten by Fury, like even if he gets, if he gets beaten bad, we already know his chances are so low. He still would be badass coming back to That's the, what I'm the saying. UFC. Uh, I, I don't think it devalues him. No, no. I think UFC want him to fight John first and then maybe do boxing. Or I think UFC wasn't, they don't want to set the standard that guys can bounce between boxing and fight. Of course they can't. They They're like, just, we let yeah. Connor do it, it's become a nightmare. Yeah. That guy owns the fucking company, his logo, proper whiskey's all over the place. We're not going to allow that to happen again. Yeah. That's what I think happened. I think uh, the business deal, I think Francis made a few mistakes representing himself. I think Francis knows that that boxing thing is in the horizons. So hopefully it works out for him. And I think UFC goes, we don't think you can beat John. You beat John, and the rest of that, or if you don't beat John, what do we do with you? We're not going and we're still offering all this money, but we're not going to let you box. Francis goes, now I want to box. Mm-hmm. Now, there is a world where Francis, and I don't know how it worked, most companies don't allow this, whether it's PFL, One Championship, Bellator, Ryzen, where he does one offs. So, say he fights Fury, does bare knuckle, comes to PFL, goes to Bellator, like bounces around. Just big payday, big to pay, fighting champs, fighting champs, collecting belts. Like Thanos. There's that. Yeah. I doubt that happens. I, I, the only thing that makes sense to me is he has a big box announcement coming up. Yeah. Makes sense. But we, it's been quiet, dude. Yeah. But I mean, I imagine it will be the Fury fight. I mean, Fury has hands full with Homeboy. Yo, you sick? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also like, a, it's not even a real boxing fight. Remember, they wanted to do MMA gloves. Stupid. Yeah. It's kind of like a, hybrid that won't happen right. it's gonna be boxing so i just think you know end of the day ufc's banking on john francis banking on himself has a big boxing thing in the horizon that's it that's why it doesn't hurt as much too just finding out that john jones is actually now he's he's got an opponent he's in heavyweight and all the different people who can fight in heavyweight it's so exciting you see so, soften yeah. the blow yeah they went yep we didn't sign francis but check out john over here well okay yeah <laughs> all right i guess anyone that. And heavyweight, Anyone. it's so much fun. Anyone. So it's interesting, man. But I, I you know, it, it, it is a black guy for the UFC to let the number one heavyweight in the world walk. Just let him walk, you know. Yeah. But remember, he can come back. He can come back. Now there was, uh, I think it's Photoshop. There's a picture of Francis and his, uh, I think his family in PFL shirts. <laughs> 
I don't know. You know, I, I think Jake Paul's going to help Francis out if he does go over there. But um, is that right there? Yeah. Oh, so it's, yeah, someone, a relative. I know PFL did want to go after him. I know BKFC, Bellator, PFL, they all they wanted to talk to it's him. It's interesting, too, because PFL is under the ESPN umbrella. Yeah. So, I don't know. We're, we're going to get some more clarity, I, I assume, as the few days passes. If I had to post a photo on social media showing him having dinner with a family, New Year dinner table, among the guests, there was a woman wearing a PFL shirt. Yeah, I didn't look into this, so I'm not sure how much it that is. Yeah, we'll see. I, you know, him representing himself is scary. Scary. When English, your second language is tough enough if you have your fucking black belt in English, which I do not. But it's tough enough, you know? I wish him the best. and But I don't think it's the last we hear Francis in the UFC. I think he does his boxing thing comes back. We'll see. Unless he gets some crazy lucrative, lucrative deal in PFL. You know, mm. but there's not much out there for him that gets you excited in mixed martial arts. The Jones fight was probably the most exciting fight that could have happened. And then realized. if Jones absolutely mops the floor with Cyril gone, it's like it creates more demand for the Francis fight. Yeah. So, so I mean, maybe Francis bank on that. He goes, let him fight Cyril. Let's see how that goes. So if what you I'll say, I'll do boxing and come back. If what you say comes true, then let's say Francis does the boxing stuff. Even if he gets knocked out in boxing, we all expect that he should get knocked out in boxing. Mm-hmm. But if he does well in like PFL belt or whatever, and then comes back to the UFC and then fights John, that'll be freaking huge. Because John only gets bigger. John yeah, mops the floor, so gone. John's star gets bigger. Francis has all this hype around him. Let's say Francis does that boxing, goes decent. He, his star is bigger than ever, and then you sign the deal. Yeah, maybe that's That'd what Francis cool. is doing. Maybe he. Yeah, well, hey, all speculation. It's cool that he's betting on himself, man. That's pretty dope. It is. You just have to hope that he actually this box stuff comes to fruition. Because if the plan is just to negotiate and deal with other MMA companies, it's not the move. Mm. It's just not the best competitions in the UFC. Period, especially at heavyweight. I know Curtis Blades, who we had on food truck, and that releases later this month. It's gonna be fresh. He's frustrated. I know he put out a thing, but I, he has to be frustrated. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, I remember reading it. It's just him saying like he understands who puts the most asses yeah, he's in like, the seats. Seat. Yeah, I get it. it. And he hopes to be that person after his next fight. Hmm. All right, let's read this Curtis Blades tweet. He put obviously I've seen the news. Gone is getting another title shot versus Jones. Mo- most likely, I'll begin Pavlich, who just beat. Uh, Tiovasa, that's cool with me. He says, I get why Gang got the shot, and it wasn't based off meritocracy. That's not news flash. UFC is always going to make the fight based off who puts the most asses in the stands and eyes on the fight. I hope, uh, I hope I'll only need one more win to prove I can put asses in the stands and get a tile shot. You know, yeah, I love Curtis. And Stipe said, March 4th, I like it. I got the winner in July. That big July summer card? Fuck yeah. John Stipe? John, anyone in heavyweight. It's so much fun. John fun. Yeah, for sure. So there you have it. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Hopefully it works out best for everybody. How about Brett uh, Akimoto? Kind of going at Dana a little bit. Did he? Yeah, during the press conference. He went at him. Dana was ready, though. Which I'm sure, you know, Dana was privy to what was going on before mm-hmm. he sat down i know there was one reporter i don't know his name whatever but that that did you know kept digging yeah kept digging which i was that's pretty cool yeah thing on dana where he's like he's like it hurts it hurts the ufc more it hurts me if you punish me and he's like you know what's the punishment he's like what do, we, what do you want me to do the punishment is, i'm already labeled this guy for the rest of my life correct the correct thing to say would have been it's not to me what the punishment is you guys decide. I'm down for whatever. I'll accept whatever you guys give me. But instead, he's like, you punishing me is actually hurting yourself. It's like, ugh. That's not narcissist to the fullest, my God. He said the fighters, uh, his company, yeah, they're the ones that, that, that will be punished if he's not there. But then, I mean, we, we all discussed this before. I'm sure the company is pretty established. They know what they're doing. They can do pretty well without Dana. At least... If he was suspended for maybe like a month or two or something like that. Oh, they'd be fine. They'd be fine, yeah. 
Here's here's the question. Let's say Dana got um, fired, had to, had to step down for whatever reason, you know, for slapping his wife, beating her up. Who fills in for him? Yeah, I don't know. Mick Banyard. I'm not sure I've ever heard Sean of Sean Shelby. I, I'm not, I don't think I've ever heard them talk. Hunter Campbell. Yeah, I heard he's awesome. Hunter, I heard Hunter's awesome behind the scenes, but I haven't, them, haven't heard them really speak and be like a front person. No, But then yeah. you mentioned DC. I think DC would be great too, but You have DC, Brian Stan, yeah. Tim Kennedy. I, I don't know who'd want to do it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. John Annex, too friendly. Rogan doesn't have time for it. Take a little break, kids. Break time. Hug time. This new year, you've got goals and factors here to help you achieve your goal. All right, listen. If you want to get in shape, you want to get shredded, everyone thinks just go to the gym, but keep eating like you do. Nope. Diet is 90% of people who are lean and are getting shredded. That's where Factor can help you out. Factor's ready-to-eat meals are delivered straight to your door. Get Factor. Not only skip the trip to the grocery store, but skip the chopping, the prepping, the cleaning. Forget all that stuff. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat up and enjoy. No matter what your lifestyle, whatever goals you have, whatever diet you have, Factor got you covered. They have keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, Extra protein, protein plus, prepared by chefs, approved by dietitians. Each meal has all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long, all right? Looking to cut back on takeout? We'll get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper than takeout, but meals are ready quicker than restaurant delivery. Two minutes. Can Uber or Postmates deliver in two minutes? Nope. Factor wins again. Get Factor. Enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meal. Enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered straight to your door. Ready in two minutes. All right? Achieve and maintain your goals this year with Factor. Get America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Start saving time, eating well, and living your best year ever. Head to Factor, F-A-C-T-O-R, 75.com slash shop 60 Use the co- code COD. You, I wish they had God. I don't eat fish, though. Uh, use the code SHOB60 to get 60% off your first box. That's code SHOB60, S-E-H-A-B-60, at factor75.com slash SHOB60 to get 60% off your first box. Enjoy. This episode of the Shop Show is also brought to you by the best freaking nitro for your brain. If you want to be smarter, you want to fire up those neurons in your brain, you want to get that brain working at the full capacity that's meant to be, you need your limitless pill, you need Kratom. You need the not just any Kratom, Kratom you can trust from my friends at Happy Hippo. It's the only Kratom I trust. It's easy to digest. I take the little high-concentrated cherry shots. It comes in this cute little pink bottle. Two of those, your boy's off to the races. They have gummies, however you want to get your Kratom. They have powders. They're the best of the best. Kratom is the Wild West out there, but you need to trust my friends at Happy Hippo. I ask them to be on the show because I use the Kratom all the time, and I trust them, and you guys trust me, so here we are. Happy Hippo is the best Kratom on the planet. All you got to do is go to happyhippo.com. Promo code is THICK23. That's T-H-I-C-C-C-23. THICK with three C's, 23, and you save 20% off your entire order. You can share that code as many times as you want. Share it with your friends, whatever you want to do. 20% off for life. All you got to do is use THICK23. THICK with three C's. That's happyhippo.com. Promo code THICK23 for the best Kratom on the freaking planet. You're welcome. Now let's get back to the program. All right, Jim, what do you got? <laughs> oh, okay. So we did have the fights over the weekend where, um, as you know, Kel- Kelvin Gaslin had to um, bounce out of the fight. So I actually like this fight this better. Place. Yeah. This fight I was more excited for. Good mm-hmm. for Sean Strickland for getting a win. You know, he needed it. You lose three in a row, it's going to be tough. Yeah. So the UFC paid him a ton of money to take yeah. a short notice fight. I love that he got done with the win. He wins unanimous decision. And then goes at the judges who just gave me a unanimous decision. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Yeah. The only reason I'm here is because these shitty judges, like, they just gave a unanimous decision. Yeah. That makes sense. But I get it. He's upset. For his past, yeah. Yeah. His Danny Ye looked yeah. phenomenal. He needed that yep. win. I loved mm-hmm. his post-fight speech. Yeah. Raquel Penton, that was a close one. 
Uh, Umar Nurmagomedov looked phenomenal. Yep, My God, that knockout was bad. It didn't look like he landed flush. Like he landed flush, but we've seen harder shots, especially for a guy who's never been knocked out. That left hook got it done. Umar's uh, undefeated at bantamweight. That kid's a problem. Um, Abdul Razak. He's so funny after the fight too. What'd you say? He, the Abdul Razak. Play a little clip for me. <laughs> But he's super funny after the fight. This is my boy Cody Donovan. Oh, sh- in Denver. Nice. Yeah, he's a high altitude guy. Savage. Somebody's about to get knocked down that fight. They were going at it, man. What's the clip? He's uh, going at uh, Joaquin Buckley, right? Yeah, yeah. Let me see pretty it. Pretty hard. Wait, real quick. So Sean Strickland, his post-fight speech, too, he was talking about how uh, even though he's getting paid a lot now, he's like, he referenced Stefan Bonner. He, you know, he's, he's kind of saying like everyone kind of like, wrote him off all the old school guys that pretty much built the ufc they got paid shit compared to what they're getting paid now and people write them off and they make fun of them now and all that stuff and he's like he goes even me i blocked stefan bonner but i'm not a regular person i'm like an animal this and that but he he deserved better and all that stuff he said a lot of cool stuff um in the post fight uh conference yeah i mean sean said some wild shit which is why we love him but sometimes that wild shit kind of pollutes the good stuff he says like his stance on bonner when everyone's posting pictures spot on yeah the stuff about you know these veterans when they're done he's like they have nothing man you guys don't understand they have nothing you guys just forget about them let me see what uh abdul says here i wonder if i have a better clip here though so i'll play this for now hopefully it lands on the so that's why i was able to change it up a little i think it starts here now, I heard this guy in training is a fucking savage. He looks like a savage. He's mad that Buckley shot? <laughs> That's why he's so mad? Yeah. They made an agreement beforehand. As soon as he felt his power, shot. But I mean, it's the, I just think this guy's a character now. I never even know, oh, yeah. I didn't even know much he's about fun. this guy, but he's yeah. super fun now. Yeah. He's really upset someone shot on him. <laughs> you a bitch. Mixed martial arts. You a bitch. <laughs> I can't get jiggy to this. Jesus Christ, he's upset. Yeah. Okay, so we found out more stuff about James Krause. Jesus Christ. And I try to look into this a lot. It's, it's hard for me to understand what these things are, if it's illegal or not. But so James Krause was, as this article says on BJPen.com, reportedly worked as an agent for Offshore Sportsbook prior to, prior to his suspension. And then I saw this part of the article. It says, for the uninitiated, an agent in the world of betting is the term for a middleman between offshore sportsbooks and bettors. And according to sources close to the Krause, he would provide people with a line of credit and login credentials, and then they would place you know, the, their bets on the site as well as pay him directly. So I guess, and it says right here, it's worth noting that U.S. residents have, who yes. have worked as agents for offshore sports books have previously been charged with a litany of crimes. Those crimes are tax evasion, operating illegal sports betting organization, and money laundering. Eesh. So... It looks like it's getting even deeper and deeper. I told you guys from from my sources who are close to the situation, he he's going to be spending some time behind some bars. Yeah, yeah. This is this runs deep, deep way deeper than we know. And uh Jeff Molina who we found out recently, I think was released. I don't know if he's suspended, but I think he was released from the UFC. Yeah, he was. Um so this there was a Discord message that was leaked and ESPN, I guess ESPN got a hold of it. So it says he says he trained with a lot of fighters, lives and breathes sport as a coach of fighter at times, has the scoop on injuries, not announced match up, matchups, how fighters look in camp. Molina wrote in the Discord, leaked to uh, ESPN in stocks. This is called insider trading, MMA betting. It's called James Krause. For the last six months, all my bills, including mortgage and car note, have been paid for, via cruise picks. Do yourself a favor and join the VIP. Which is there a thing that the, you know, people could sign up for? And ever since then, everything's just gone. Yeah, so it's getting deeper and heavier. So apparently, James Cross is probably going to go away for yeah. for some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not good. No. Um, all right. So we already knew this was going to happen, but now it's official: Leon Edwards versus Kamaru Usman three. Well, we all thought it was going to be Leon Masvidal because Kamaru Usman's been taking pictures the of the hand cast thing. Yeah, them. yeah. But thank God that's happening. Yeah. So that's in March two, UFC two eighty six, and on that same card, apparently Oof. this is done: Rafael Fazeev and Justin Gaethje. God. Dog coming in hot. Yeah. Told you he's going to start announcing some big boy fights. Yep. And then also D-Rod against Gunnar Nelson. Gunnar Interesting. Nelson, hasn't, Nelson been hasn't fought in a hot second. Yep. And this is what the card looks like so far. All this here. Take my money. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's pretty good. Take um, all my money. So this I thought was kind of crazy. So Diego Sanchez is going to fight Austin Trout, who's a legit boxer. As legit as they come. Yeah, in oh. BKFC on February 17th. I don't like that. I looked at Austin Trout's record. He's uh, he savage. Yeah, yeah, 35-5, and five, won his last five fights. So, yeah, I don't know how that's going to work out for Diego. Dude, he fought Jamal Charlo. Went to a fucking decision. What is... Dude. I know, man. But the only thing is, in, in this bare knuckle, like we've seen it with Perry and with um, Michael Venom Page, sometimes the technique and like the pretty stuff doesn't do well, it doesn't fare well in bare knuckle. Yeah. So if Diego like makes it a brawl, gets in his face like Mike Perry did against Michael Venom Page, sometimes you can edge out the decision. Yeah. And it's a nightmare for him, though. It, you know, Diego's older, man. I, I don't like it. I don't like that he's still fighting. Yeah, of course not. Uh, wasn't Paulie Malinaji in B- BKFC? Am I tripping? No, he was against Arnold. And he Arnold. lost, right? Yeah. Against Arnold. Yeah, so yeah, it does make a difference when you're when doing a bare knuckle. Um, all right, so this is uh, an, they did. Bellator has doing an, another lightweight Grand Prix, I guess, tournament, and then Benson Henderson, your boy, will be fighting undefeated Usman Nurmagomedov. God, these Nurmagomedovs <laughs> are a nightmare. Yeah, these just these fucking guys, dude. If you have that last name, don't fight them. <laughs> go go Ben Henderson, though. But goddamn, dude, tough one. Yeah. There's a bunch of other good fights there, but that's like the one I, that caught my attention. So this isn't guaranteed, but Alistair Overeem apparently is in talks with one championship because they're going to do a, a Muay Thai Grand Prix with a million-dollar grand prize. And then so Shatri Sityadong announced it, and then apparently um, Alistair hit him up asking like, Ooh. You know, yeah. If it could be potentially Francis is going, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Open weight Grand Prix. Yep. Which would be great for Alistair. Chachi said, this thing's going to blow up. You're going to see big guys against small guys. It's going to be huge. And he said, there's going to be multiple ex UFC fighters. Love this. All right. This is kind of crazy. Uh, this is LFA. Oh, I saw you saw this. this. I saw a clip of it. Okay. You guys hold on to that choke. Ninja choke, and then the referee just didn't stop it. And then people are kind of debating how long that choke was on before the guy was out. And apparently, I mean, if you look at the clip here. Oh, I he's don't know out. Show, yeah. I'll just show you. Hold on. And the referee should know. Uh, clearly, the referee's not a grappler. Mm-hmm. Right here, this thing's over. Yeah. Uh, to me, the guy looks just like he's right done. Right here. Right there, you see his shoulder yeah. like season up. Yep. It's over. Stop it here. That that's not a choke he can fight. No how he's not even hand fighting. His arms aren't moving. It just seems like he's kind of like his body's just breathing or trying to breathe. You see, how he's like going like this. How do you not grab the arm if you're the ref to make sure he's alive? And this goes on for a while. Oh, dude, he's probably in that choke for how long? Three minutes. Not three minutes, but it's a long time. Figure I mean, it out, yeah. dude. And he's like stiff. That's on the ref. No, what the yeah, fuck so, you're looking at, dude? So many people are, you know, saying it's this ridiculous. Guy, the guy should, should get fired. Yes. Suspended, all that so stuff. So she choke like that, and he's not hand fighting. What do you think he's doing down there, moron? Yeah. So I wanted to check up on it. I looked up his name to see how he's doing. I couldn't find anything, but then I looked at his uh, Instagram. His most recent Instagram post was just him talking about being at the fight tomorrow. So I have no idea what's going on there. Yeah, his name's Scott Ritz. The guy that got choked out. Well, sorry sorry the ref doesn't know what the hell he's doing, buddy. Sorry, Scotty. Here's a quick one. Joe Rogan always talks about how uh, Ensign Inoue showed the pride contract about steroids. Yeah. Like, they'll test for other stuff, but not steroids. There's basically, like, we're not testing for steroids. Yeah. They'll test for, like, other kind of drugs, but not steroids. And then he kind of, he just recently put out this uh, this video on Twitter. Steroids-based family are specifically excluded from the scope <laughs> I mean, tell, of the test. Yeah, so it's legit. Exclusively excluded. Yeah. Meaning, do them. Mm-hmm. Those were the good days. Yeah. But we all knew they were like, yeah, I loved on, it. Dude. That was awesome. 
this is a quick update on Dylan Dennis. Scott Coker says he still has a contract with uh, Dylan Dennis still has a contract with Bellator, so they're going to honor it. And they're asking if he wanted to do the London fights that are coming up. And he said he wanted to do it, but uh, Scott's like, and this is on Arrow's show. And Scott's like, a, but does he really want to keep fighting? Like they have no idea, but they're still going to honor that contract. Yeah, we had fight. him scheduled to do a food truck diaries before he backed up the KSA fight. And he wants to come on. It's tough for my angle too. It's like, is he going to show up? Or? Yeah, yeah, it's like you know, it's a flight from New York to come here. We got to set up hotel, all this yep. stuff. And it's like, there's a lot of planning involved. Yeah. With oh yeah. yeah, it's like, do you do it? Do you, you know, is he going to show up? What are we going to talk about besides the KSI stuff? Which, you know. Mm-hmm. I like the kid. I like Dan. He seems like a nice kid. Not a lot of people hate him, you know. Or a nice guy, but I don't know. Stud. Yeah. All right. So, real quick, another quick one with Bellator. AJ McKee, who's their guy. I guess he signed a new multi-year deal with them, so he's not going to go out. I know. I was really hoping he'd come to the UFC. He's the one prospect or, you know, not even a prospect champ that I think could do well in the UFC from Bellator. I was really hoping he'd come to the UFC, but, you know, good for him. Yeah, seems like a Bellator guy. He said, what did he say? Fame doesn't pay my mortgage, some shit like that? I didn't hear that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. Stud. And this one, I think we can... You be the judge, though, Case. I think we can play the audio, but I'm not sure. So this is Nate Diaz, and I guess the freaking 49ers used him for this whole hype-up thing for the well, 49ers. Well, if there's one thing that football players respect more than another football player, it's a UFC fighter. Yeah. Especially Nate Diaz. This whole thing is based off of Nate, which Let is pretty see. crazy. And the Niners, who I think is my dark horse to go to the Super Bowl. I think Bills win it, but I think it's Bills Niners. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> All right. It's not him narrating over it, is it? Yeah. Everybody's a gangster until a gangster walks in the room. It seems simple because it is. It's easy to talk to talk. Okay, you got to back it up. Every team wants to be a bully. They want to play Smash Mouth. Until they get smacked in their mouth. You want to be the best in the game. You got to be the biggest, baddest mother every time you take the field. But you can't teach toughness. You can't fake guts. You're going to have to earn them. The whole world brought us out. So we're cooked. Instead of tapping out, just swung back again and again. Pretty balling, too. Mr. Relevant balling. It's us against the world. If you're not on our team, then us. This ain't about nobody else. This is about us. It's got to be Super Bowl or Time for talk is over. Time to put up or shut up. Who wants it more? The quest for six starts now. Like all Nate, I dig it. Yeah, I dig it. Not the most energy, but I dig it. <laughs> that, that's how he is. Though. That's just how he is. Yeah, 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 Niners destroyed him too, boy. Have you seen this clip of Cyril? Gaunt I haven't impersonating Nate. This it's is funny. freaking amazing. Hey, what's up, Nate? How you doing today? Fucking man. <laughs> really? Why? What's what's going on, Nate? <laughs> Considering it's Cyril Gone, who's it's completely different yeah, than Nate. It's just so like, funny. It actually looks like Nate. Yeah. And I just saw this recently from Burt Kreischer. I guess he was with, with uh, Conor McGregor. Oh, wow. The Black Forge in, in Ireland, yeah. So you sure enough got the belt. I mean, Burt's just doing the damn thing. Yeah. He's having so much fun out there. I love Burt. Yeah. Next time you go to Ireland, you should definitely go to the yeah. Black Forge in. Yeah, yeah. We're trying to line up a Europe tour uh, this year. Mm-hmm. All right. So Israel Adesanya posted this on his social media. He got a tattoo. Finally got face, like multiple face tattoos and a neck tattoo. Uh, I thought he's had the neck. Oh, no. A brand new neck one. Oh, really? Yeah. So he got multiple face ones? No, Why does he look like he's going to cry either? there? <laughs> but see, that's one, a brand new one on top of his eyebrow. I can't feel good. And then if you look at the video later. I love me later, some face tattoos. I would never do it, but I love them. Mm-hmm. So you'll see like a little flash of a anime. Hold on, let's see if you can see it here. Right. 
Right there. See, Let's flash see anime. Oh, word. So apparently there's an anime character in Naruto that has like a, you know, some sort of writing on his, eye, you know, above um, his eyebrow. See, so, yeah, he's balls deep in that anime yeah. stuff, huh? Oh, this is super funny, too. This, someone just made this video. Adesanya's dad trying to remove the tattoo from his face. He's all, just so random. He's all. Choo, 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 yeah. choo. Uh, but here are the tattoos. So. Oh, love the neck tat. Yeah, I'd love a neck tattoo now. So bad. I don't know what. At what oh, you got a few eye tattoos. I, I love it. He looks sweet like that. You know, champ. Oh, that's filthy. It's a dying pigeon. <laughs> it's a dying. It's, it's a, a bird. pigeon like this. But it looks sick, right? Dude, I'm about to get a flower head fish on my fucking neck. Dude, that with the big head. That'd be sick. And then. I dig it, man. He looks yeah. sweet. So that you see dead, like, yeah, that dead pigeon here. is sick. There's a tattoo here, too. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. No, he pulled off. That's yeah, a dead pigeon, right? I don't know what it is. It's just a bird. Does it look like a dead pigeon? I, I can't tell. A dead pigeon. Either way. Sick, though. Pretty cool. Is that it, Chin? That's it. Oh, we got the fights. All right, man. Yeah, UFC's coming back, baby. And that's a bunch of fights. You have a big UFC pay-per-view this weekend in Brazil. John Anik is supposed to wear the kicks I gave him. I don't want to spoil what kicks we gave him. He's supposed to wear it during the weigh-in, so we shall see if he does. We'll be blasting all over. Uh, shout out to John Anik. Oh, I should have wore a shirt. One more sleep. I, I forgot. Damn it. T5K. It's at home. Oh, shit. Fuck me. <laughs> I'll wait, uh, we're done this thing and Fighting Kid Wednesday. Yeah. I'll make up for it. Uh, but you have a big pay per view this freaking Saturday. I will be in Tampa, unfortunately. But this is, is since it's in Brazil, is the earlier fight? No, same time? time, 7 p.m. Okay, well, that sucks for me, but good for you guys. Unless you're coming to my show in Tampa, but then just spoil it for me when we do the meet and greets and let me know who won. Uh, but I'm in Tampa this Friday and Saturday, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday only. Tampa, Florida, Tampa Improv. And then February 3rd through the 4th, Springfield, Missouri. Naples, Florida, February 16th through the 18th. Bakersfield is one night only, February 23rd. Get your tickets. Brea, I have to figure out now. All right? Oklahoma City's early March. Um, but you have a big UFC this freaking Saturday. The first pay-per-view of the year. You have Glover Texera, Jamal Hill, who we had on Food Truck about three months ago. Jamal is a complete savage. This fight is in Brazil. Um... What, what, what are the odds on this, Chin? What, what's the, the the card's pretty stacked. Right there. Jamal's a slight Ooh, favorite. See, yeah, I, I'm with him on this. I think Jamal Hill should get this done and clip Glover. The problem is Glover's uh, grappling, and especially and also Glover's experience in the later rounds. You know, so we'll see. Uh, great fight, though. Mm -hmm. Jamal Hill could do some real damage there. The fight that I can't wait for is Brand Moreno, uh, Figueroa. Was this their fourth fight? Yep. Correct. Fourth fight. Uh, I'm, it's a minus one ten. I can't agree more with Vegas uh, betting Even, lines yeah. on that. I'm taking Brand Moreno, one of my favorite fighters. Nice guy on the roster. Uh, Gilbert Burns, Neil Magny, the Gazelle back in action. Tough fight for Neil Magny. Magny, unless you unless he's fighting Potsinibio, really only loses the high level jiu-jitsu guys. Don't get it twisted. If Gilbert Burns wants to, he can take you down and submit you. I'll take. Uh, I'm not going to pick against Neil. If I was a betting man, bet, bet with uh, my head, not my heart. Gilbert Burns via submission is not a bad bet. Tough fight for Neil Magny, especially in Brazil. Jessica Andrade, Lauren Murphy, phenomenal fight. Paul Craig, Johnny Walker. I just, I, I love Paul Craig. Love Paul Craig. Uh, he, I think he's the last one to beat uh, Shogun. Or he definitely beat Shogun. Johnny Walker. I always root for Johnny Walker. I want to see him get back to what he's supposed to be. We mm -hmm. could do something like heavyweight. Uh, you have Shogun fighting. I think this is his last yep, fight, right? Mm -hmm. um, bunch of good fights on this card, man. Terrence McKinney is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. uh, who else you got on there? Solid fights, man. Cody Stamen doing the damn thing. Shogun. Bunch of Brazilians. Uh, but that, that main card's worth the money in itself. Uh, I will take... That, that Glover, Jamal Hill is such a tough fight to pick so is it co co main figurito brand moreno Ooh, in brazil i'm gonna take marino i'll take marino hill 
Burns, Andrade, and Paul Craig. Doesn't mean that's who I'm rooting for, though. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. But enjoy the fights this Saturday. I'll be on stage in Tampa, but I'll be able to watch it after. If you're doing the mean greet, go ahead and spoil the fight picks for me. You guys are going to do it anyways. All good, baby. That's how it goes. But Tampa, you're up. Uh, kicking it off 2023 Ohi Thick Tour, Tampa, Florida, January 20th, 21st, Springfield, Missouri, February 3rd through the 4th, Naples, Florida, February 16th through the 18th, Bakerfield, one night only, February 23rd, Oklahoma City, one of my favorite clubs, Bricktown Comedy Club, March 9th through the 11th, Tacoma's on there, Atlanta, bunch of bunch of dates on there. All right, but Tampa, you're up right now. And then Springfield, Missouri. Come get some, baby. Tickets at thickboy.com or fatkz.com. I think that's it, kids. A lot of drama going on in the UFC. I think Francis, time will tell if he made the right decision. UFC's banking on John. France banking on himself. Can't be mad at that. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Thank you for watching. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, John Anik Food Truck Diary drops Wednesday. It's a good one. You guys will enjoy it. So make sure you check that out on Thick Boy YouTube only. And that's it, kids. Love you. Be safe. See you next time. I'm out. If you're into Thick Boys, <laughs> like, subscribe, comment. And God bless America. Well, that's not my big one. Just kidding. <laughs>